Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is, I'm the Boss of Me. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode one of three. There is only one boss, and it's not you, kind of, sort of. Allow me to explain. You are indeed the boss of you, in the order of ensuring you are obeying the Lord and being submissive to your spiritual leaders, and to your natural ones as well. Now, if I haven't freed up a terabyte of bandwidth yet, hang on, and see that some of your past thinking about who you have to listen to and who you don't may be off. I'm pretty sure that it wasn't off only in the people I ministered to. Those in the fivefold ministry and others who are leaders over you to both equip you for the work of ministry and to help you to become a disciple that remains. Hebrews 13:7. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow. Consider the outcome of their conduct. Hebrews 13:17. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give an account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. So let's do a bite check. That is, let's break down this scripture in Hebrews 13, 17. 17. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive. And all the guys say, man, I thought that obeying and being submissive was for my wife and not for me. Ha! And if you thought that, put your seatbelt on. We're going to enjoy this ride. For they watch out for your souls. This is a reminder of the enormity of your responsible for anyone wanting to be something in God's church, as those who must give an account. Go ahead and ignore your sheep, I dare you. I triple goat dare you. Let them do so with joy and not with grief. Just in case you thought I was only going to rail on a specific group, nope. I have been in ministry for a long time, and it hasn't always been a joy. I did take this to heart with my leaders as I did not want to make their ministry any more difficult than it already was. I like in causing unnecessary grief, and all grief in this context is unnecessary, would be like running to your sergeant during battle and complaining about how many mosquito bites you have. For God's sake, endure something and grow from them. You are in the battle of battle, and equipped, nay, more than equipped to be victorious. You might want to stop acting like you live in a democracy and start acting like you live in a kingdom, the greatest kingdom to ever, did, have, and will exist. There is a huge difference in your behavior and the results you will get. Joy, joy, joy. You reap what you sow, sow, sow your boat. Ah, I couldn't help myself. For that would be unprofitable for you. If you like making unprofits, then remaining a baby Christian for your entire stay here on earth is your vocation of dreams. But if you like reaping profits, and not just resource profits, but wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as well, then so in the specific land you are assigned to. Proverbs 2, 1 through 12. So let's go to Genesis 26, 12, 14. Then Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. 
Have you ever been envied? Are you so blessed that people envy you? It's something to contemplate. Matthew 13, 23. But he who received seed. Your job is to receive feedback and instruction that comes from those called to the fivefold ministry and to leadership positions. The word is seed. On the good ground. The good ground is your responsibility, and this is where you can be a joy thief. Read the whole soil type's message and choose wisely. Don't complain about the condition of your soil. The how you can change your soil type is all throughout this message, but especially in these scriptures right here. Matthew 13, 3, 23. Is he who hears the word and understands it. Wow, so okay. Looks like I have interrupted scripture with scripture and then interrupted that scripture with other scripture. You do you, and I do me. Let's go. Matthew 7, 24, 26. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Is sand a good soil type to plant in? Only if you're growing clams. <laughs> da 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 da. Do do do. Dum dum dum. Listen, do not miss the ruby of a gem, which is to do when you hear. Understand first so you don't make a doo doo of a mess. Proverbs 2, 1, 12. Who indeed bears fruit and produces, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Now I'm not good at math, but I get that sixty is twice as much as thirty, and a hundred is more than twice than three times thirty. So I actually get a ten percent bonus by ensuring that I am of the soil type that can produce such a harvest. Now if you cannot listen to anyone, then your soil type is sand. And I would encourage you to stay away from the beaches. Any beach. So wow, all of that came out of one verse of scripture, Hebrews 13, 17. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive. For they watch out for your souls, as one who must give an account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief. For that would be unprofitable for you. Remember, my purpose is not just about giving you a message but also about teaching you how to get into the scripture and mate with it. That is to join as a mate with it. I had to say that for those of you whose brain just passed gas at the misunderstanding of what I just stated. You see, you cannot interject and crosswind any scripture if you don't read your Bible lots and lots. Okay, I'll leave you alone. 1 Peter 2, 13, 14. Therefore, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man. For the Lord's sake, whether to the king is supreme, that's lowercase king, or to governors, as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. And when it says sent by him, that's also lowercase, meaning that the king sent them. Submit to every ordinance of man. Oh man, I need to look up ordinance. Let's go decom. Ordinance, an authoritative rule or law, a decree or command a public injunction or regulation, a city ordinance against excessive horn-blowing, something believed to have been ordained as by a deity or destiny. 
So there's no getting around the word submit as whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Now we see in the definition of ordinance that it addresses both the natural man and the spiritual person. The lowercase king tells us that this person is not deity. Well, that's it for today. No doubt there's an ordinance that says we got to keep this message to 10 minutes. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of light to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe buttons. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.